0: He was my able to make a Mother's Day gift at school because the teacher had a student that had two fathers and he was crying because he didn't understand why he could not make a Mother's Day gift and growing up in Key West, this was surrounded all, everywhere, you know, if we had a gay community in our school, it was comfortable for us. So we had to sit him down and he went to his teacher and said, why can't we just make a parent's day gift? Why do we have to make a mother's day gift? And she wrote a note to my son and said, uh, to me back and said, how did you come up with this? Because he was devastated that he could not make his mother a gift because the teacher was as scared and the child who had two fathers. And I think this needs to be brought into the elementary schools, not just the high schools. It's a great place to start off. But it's now affecting the younger children. Mm -hmm. He comes home and asks what gay is. And luckily, he's at the age now where he looks into a dictionary and he says, what it means happy. Well, everybody's gay by that definition. Then we have to tell him the slang. And he says, well, it doesn't matter if you have a mommy or you have two mommies or you have two daddies, as long as you're loved.
1: that's what we need to teach the elementary school, and I think that's getting overlooked. I guess a sad thing that, that we say is in the Sunshine State Standards as far as I'm aware for any grade level in any subject area, any content area, sexual orientation, gender identity, on neither one of those is mentioned at all, period. You, know, you have um, religious tolerance you know religious tolerance racial tolerance you know the history of this and that the holocaust all that's mentioned but um, sexual orientation gender identity is not you know they they're not mentioned um, you could know, go to the Department of Education website. They have all the grades and subject areas. Or, pull up every PDF file there is. Not there. <laughs> and um, so um, it'll, it'll be ignored, swept under the rug, unless you somehow secretly mention it. You know, like when I, you know, mentioned Federico Garcia Lorca, the poet was gay. You know, and died in the Spanish Civil War. You know, and the only reason, like, reason I can, you know, casually mention it is our Spanish Honor Society chapter is named after him. It, His poetry. You know, you know, but other than that, you know, you, the teachers can technically get away with. with know, ignoring it because it's not the sunshine state standards. You know, and um, also um, that's that's really an omission. In, it's it's ignored in our curriculum in our state. It's we have no real diversity as far as that goes, um, and uh, that's really a, 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 a an omission of cultural awareness. I think, and. Um, Pasco County has no non-discrimination policy for its teachers or its students for sexual orientation or gender uh, or gender identity either. Zero. Um, I guess technically I could be fired tomorrow if, if this video is viewed. So even though I'm out, I'm out of my school and um, I come to Boise. We have no non-discrimination policy at the district level. And um, when I was, you know, last year I had a couple of kids, maybe it was the year before, um, I don't know if they knew it was a Spanish teacher or not, they are yelling pato at I me, mean, which is fag, but also means duck, and they started quacking, you know, and they were like, idiots are quacking at me. And I'm like, okay, I can file, maybe a, a write up a referral for sexual harassment, you know, male-on-male sexual harassment, but not for sexual orientation discrimination, because there's no such thing in Pasco County. There's a question way in the back.
2: And a <laughs> um, I'm not really familiar with the public education system at, at this level. Um, so, if I'm being naive in some
1: ways, just say so and i down. But who is it that gets to decide what textbooks you're using? Is it the Florida's Department of Education? Is it the school district?
2: And How much freedom does a teacher, an individual teacher, have to say, well, I don't like this textbook because it seems so heterosexist? Um, And if it is a
1: heterosexist textbook,
2: do do teachers have the freedom to supplement with whatever material they think will balance it? I mean, I guess it comes down to issues of curriculum. Who gets to decide what texts you're using and who has the freedom to supplement?
0: At the district level, the supervisors of each department pick from, and I would have to say a small amount of books that are recognized as textbooks for the K-12 system. That right. Right. Recognized right. by Recognized by the state, by the state, yeah. by the state comes down to the district level. The district level picks from two or three or four textbooks that they like. That supervisor then buys those textbooks for every English class and that's the textbook that you use you have the freedom as a teacher to go outside and use any supplemental material that is appropriate so you do have the option to do that for me as a teacher I'd bring in anything that I thought was appropriate and that's my job as a teacher to gauge that what's appropriate I was to say, I know, in Hillsborough County way back in the dark ages when I taught. I was on the book selection committee for Hillsborough County. They chose uh, at least one person from each high school. And we had something like seven books to choose from that came down from the district level or that came down from the state level. But we were also discouraged from looking at three of them. Um, Okay. Yes. We have these seven, but we at the district level downtown like these four. So please pick one of these four. But we have these seven. Look at these four, <coughs> and that's exactly how they're brought to us. So I was just going to say from a little bit of experience with textbooks, publishers pitch their books to
2: departments of education and legislation, and they target New York,
0: California, Texas, and Florida, because we have the most states are stuck with what we pick, and only the ones that pitch it really well and they try to match it to your curriculum. We're even getting people coming now at the college level, Introduction to Education textbooks for for Florida. And I I asked them what is it? I teach the diversity, of course, what is it about diversity that people in Florida need to know that the rest of the world doesn't need to know. The rep hasn't gotten back to me. <laughs> <laughs> but those, the, the textbook decision is really political and economic yes, and yes. you're right on, we need to what you are voting for. Yes, absolutely. School board and legislature
2: and they're going to make the decisions we all have. So at this point I really do need to jump in, or I feel that need to it. um, It's based on, it's like censorship, a little bit of censorship, it's like a little bit of pregnancy. And basically what I tell people is that when you're dealing with people, like it's, a, it's an emotional level, level, level. And when somebody's really emotional about something, they really have a total time to So when you were saying, you know, it's good to have the two polar ends, yeah, the two polar ends kind of keep each other honest, but in terms of communication, that's where you have your protections in place. Saying, you and is too bad for you that you don't have a place place where you can go where rational people will sit down and make decisions and in terms of here whenever you're on a curriculum decision board if you will you can make changes at various and sundry levels by the kind of language you use and you know when you you know I know at the national level we've got for example, it used to be called the the teaching of reading, writing, and listening. Mm -hmm. And every time I was anywhere, I go and viewing, and viewing, and viewing, and it started getting into the language at the national level to filter down. Even in terms of this conversation here, when you're talking about, you know, there are hate crimes around, and you're saying against, you know, racial or ethnic, whatever it is, if you're the only one in the crowd who then speaks up in your department, I mean, it happens there when you say, that includes sexual orientation in there. And you have enough wherewithal to get it in the language and the document. Everybody can do something to create a citizen space for people. You know, so I think that everybody in this room can make a significant change somewhere if you're just aware of the power of the language. And also to protect yourself from the emotional part of it. Don't go there. You know, when you're looking at the you know, the hate, it's hurtful when you have the people out with the signs, you know, gonna burn people's houses down. Matthew Shepard, you know what I mean? That stuff is dangerous and I wouldn't say go there. And, and I'm saying that because I was listening to Tyler and I've been really just sitting there thinking and he's saying, you know, it's really good to out of, you know, two. and I'm thinking, I'm sitting on a vestry in an Episcopal church right now where that, the issue of, because of Bishop Gene Robinson is splitting the church. in terms of
0: getting into the three radical things. That's dangerous, that's dangerous. Okay. at this point we'd like to break informally and continue these conversations going, but we do have some <coughs> questions back over by the wall there. Um, and please feel free to ask an analysts questions as you take something to eat or drink. And thank you so much for coming today.